Hello, hi, and welcome to the short episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. I received an email this week during the week from someone asking for some advice because they struggling to see a shift in their weight. I did go back to the email, so I'm not just ignoring the email, but I wanted to read the question out on this episode of the podcast and actually answer it in detail here because I feel a lot of people might be struggling with the same thing and I feel a lot of people will be able to learn from it. The email reads as follows, I am really struggling to understand how a calorie deficit lifestyle works and I would like to find out if possible to book an online consultation, blah, 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 blah. I have been tracking my calories about 90 percent of the time and I have increased my activity as well but I am just not seeing a difference in weight which makes me think I am not reaching a calorie deficit. I want to break this question down and unpack it and give you the advice and the tools needed so that you can move forward and start seeing progress. And obviously for anyone else that is struggling with the same thing. So first of all, the calorie deficit lifestyle. A calorie deficit is the fundamental to fat loss and tracking your calories is purely one of the tools in your fat loss toolbox. A calorie deficit is not a specific diet. It's not a specific lifestyle lifestyle. It is just the fundamental for fat loss. I have seen and heard a lot of people say, oh, I'm on the calorie deficit diet. And this is not from the email. This is just from what I've seen online. And I'm like, well, your calorie deficit is not a specific diet. It is the fundamental to fat loss. Now you get some other kind of diets that will help you create a calorie deficit. Intermittent fasting, for example, because you're cutting out meals. So you're cutting out calories from those meals meals. Low carb keto, for example, you're cutting out or restricting a food group, which is carbohydrates, you're restricting those calories. So those are methods to create your calorie deficit. And I think once we understand that, we can then move forward. Now, a lot of people track their calories to help them create a calorie deficit. Because for most people, myself included, it's easier to make calculated choices and stay on track when you have the numbers, when you have the data, when you have the structure. But I do need to make it very clear that weight loss, fat loss can take place without tracking your calories. Because again, tracking your calories is purely one of the tools in your fat loss toolbox. But because this question was based on tracking calories, I am going to focus on that. I just mentioned that you don't need to track calories so that you know that fat loss can take place with out meticulously tracking calories, but tracking your calories does help. So the thing that stood out for me in this question on this email was I have been tracking my calories about 90% of the time. Now my question remains, what about that other 10% that is not being tracked or not been accounted for? It is exactly that other 10% that is not been accounted for that most likely is the reason that you are not seeing a difference in your weight. Now, a lot of people will be like, oh, but Mandy, it's only 10%. But only 10% could very well be the thing that is pushing you into a maintenance amount of calories. And from my previous experience of working with hundreds and hundreds of people, what I've seen is that 
10% that is not logged is usually meals out at a restaurant. It's usually alcoholic beverages. It's usually something like your treats. And it's usually the foods that you feel you should not have eaten. Now, I'm not saying that is the case with this email that I'm answering. I'm generalizing as to what I have seen in the past with working with hundreds of people. What often happens is we'll track and we'll account for the calories that are quote unquote for the lack of better words, good calories. And then when we feel like we have done something not according to plan or eaten something that was not part of the plan, that automatically doesn't get logged or doesn't get tracked and is not accounted for. And this could be if you are having meals out, maybe you don't know how to log or track those calories, so you think you're not going to do it, you don't do it. Or it could be, like I said, because it's not part of the plan, you feel too guilty, you then don't log it because you don't want to acknowledge or accept it. And with those two examples, those foods are usually the foods that are more highly palatable. Those are the ones that come in at a higher calorie cost. So whilst it sounds like 10% is quite minuscule, it can actually add up to a shitload of calories at the end of the day. Another thing that could be forming part of that 10% that is maybe not been logged or accounted for is your small ticket items, your small ticket calorie items. Things like a handful of nuts, things like two teaspoons of peanut butter, things like your mayonnaise, maybe your olive oil, maybe your biltong or your other snacks that are higher in fats. What we often think, and I know I used to think this as well, is, oh, it's only a handful of cashews or it's only a splash of olive oil until I started logging and tracking those foods. And that's where I learned that those handful of nuts and tablespoons or teaspoons of peanut butter per day were actually the things that were taking me out of my calorie deficit and into a maintenance amount. So essentially, those are the things that you need to be very aware of. You need to hold yourself accountable to tracking and logging everything if you are tracking and logging your calories and do it a hundred percent for minimum of two weeks. By logging your calories for two weeks, a hundred percent of everything that you drink and you eat is going to give you quite accurate data and then if you don't see a shift you can then say cool now I've got the data I can make a calculated decision as to whether I'm going to drop my calorie goal or not but it's very difficult to make a calculated decision about dropping your calories if you're not even 100% certain as to how many calories you are consuming per day or not so just to reiterate what most likely is happening if you are only logging 80-90% of your calories is that those 20 or 10% of the calories are being consumed through highly palatable foods, maybe over the weekends, they not getting tracked. And that's most likely the calories that are pushing you into a maintenance amount of calories. So get tracking for two weeks, 100% of the foods that you do consume and then make a decision from there. Now, let's say, for example, you are not tracking your calories. Keep in mind, you still have to be within a calorie deficit to lose fat which essentially just means that you have to eat less. I know it's simple. The concept is simple. It's not easy. I know that. Execution is never easy. But if you have been trying to lose fat and you are not tracking calories and you are not seeing any progress, then what I would say is that you are not in a calorie deficit because you are potentially consuming too many calories. So you would need to look at starting to tweak the plan. And what I would suggest you start doing is not tracking your 
calories meticulously if you don't want to do that, but at least having a food diary. So write your food down somewhere. Everything that you put into your mouth for the day, whether it be food, drinks, alcohol, whatever it is, write it down so that you have a logbook of what you are consuming. You can then look at that logbook and say, mm, what needs to be tweaked? And then slowly start tweaking it. Because I can tell you now, the human mind, mine included, if I don't see what I have been eating, like pen and paper or on a tracking app, then my mind immediately forgets what I have eaten. And I tell myself, oh, you're not eating that much, but meanwhile, while back at the ranch, I have eaten everything in the ranch's snack cupboard, but I tend to forget about it because I haven't logged it or written it down somewhere, so I don't hold myself accountable for it. So if you're not seeing any shift on the scale, then if you are tracking calories, track everything 100%. If you're totally against tracking calories, then write everything down just so that you have data so that you can tweak your food choices or the amount of food that you are consuming, etc., etc., and make calculated decisions as you move forward. And I'll leave you with this very important thing to note. Even the foods that we don't log, don't track, don't account for, don't write down those foods, even when we eat them and we don't do anything that I just mentioned, they still add to the calories that you have consumed. So rather account for them so that you can make calculated choices as you move forward. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who really hopes this podcast episode has helped, Mandy.